Y'all ever just get like a sudden craving to just start Invisalign? Oh my god. But honestly, yeah. Like you said that, I was like, that's really weird. I was like, but yeah, I do. Weirdly relatable. Yeah, I kind of do have that desire. I don't know why, but I just want to know like what it would be like. <laughs> See, I, f- I fucked up because I had braces and then I never wore the retainer afterwards which how is long like are you supposed to wear the rest them? of your life oh no but it was like people aren't gonna for me it was um wear it to bed every night i mean okay i just never did really the rest of your life though yeah and some of my teeth have shifted back to pre braces nothing times. noticeable though yeah no it's not i mean i know i met you after this like when did you have braces in like freshman year of high school okay yeah this is coffee with rachel i'm rachel and i'm chris and i want invisalign yeah i honestly don't even it's really my bottom teeth i don't think my top teeth would need it but i don't know i've I've watched a lot of (laughs) this is so weird the holes that you find on youtube i've gone down a rabbit hole of like invisalign youtube videos lately you're weird. I do think it would be annoying, though, because it's, like, you gotta, like, the eating with them and stuff and, like, making sure they're nice and clean. You kind of have to, like, brush your teeth immediately. Like, you would take them off to eat, I yeah. think. Yes. And yes. then you, like, have to, obviously, you want to brush your teeth before you put them back on so there's not, like, a bunch of, like, food shit inside them. It's honestly just a hassle. And, like, I've seen people that, like, have those, those, like... Forget there. I know there's a name for them, but like those little toothbrushes that are like disposable that have like a little bit of paste on them. You know what I mean? Yes. But like, I think those are so fucked up for the environment. So I would never want to do that. So you'd have to like spring your toothbrush around, will you? So I don't know if it really is for me, but I also work from home. So there's just a lot of maintenance, you know? Also, I hear it's painful. Well, braces are painful though. Yeah, especially when you get hit in the face with an ice ball and then it uh, your braces get stuck into your lip. But like tightening, I hear is I never had them, so I don't. Yeah, know. I mean it's just like you're sore. Yeah, but I hear that you're sore and like when you have the Invisalign trays too, like when you get like a new tray, because it's like that's how it works. It's like you first have your original one, and then like after a certain amount of time, like then they you, give you a second yeah. one that's like even more, more squished. I don't know. Yeah. Like I had I used to have those. Um, rubber bands too that would like to kind of like i guess it's like for jaw alignment i don't fucking know i guess you must have had like a bite correctment i don't know but i had those (laughs) stupid rubber bands and those hurt when they like the ones on the sides that are like ah okay those hurt those always looked very uncomfortable to me like you couldn't get like a imagine sucking dick honestly (laughs) um it was was it hard to eat like a big bite of something yeah i mean i would take them out when i would and then I'd put it back in. Oh, I didn't know. And like, then, you fucked with them at all. Yeah, like, because you had replacements of them in case, you know, they snapped. Because it was pretty Oh, uh, did it ever snap in your mouth? Yeah. Ow. Because I, like, the first thing I think of is, like, when a guitar string snaps and, like, hits your hand and it hurts really bad. I mean, it's not metal, so. Um, yeah, but it's in your mouth. I know. And it's, like, I know a guitar string is pretty tense and it's metal, but, like, you can move away. Like, mm-hmm. you can't. It's in your mouth, brother. I don't know. The funnest part was uh, the like the band that holds the the metal wire of the braces to the like actual brace that's glued to your tooth. Like you could. Oh, it's glued. Yeah. The, the, I guess I never really so understood like, how they work. There's like a bracket that's like glued to your tooth, and it's glued to each one of them. And then there is a metal wire that goes across all of them. Right. And then there's like this very like very um like rigid band that goes like on the, each bracket to hold the like the metal wire into the bracket do you get what i'm saying yes and so that little band you get to pick the color oh of. that's the thing that you pick the color yeah of. and so that was always fun what i colors? picked green green like lime green I, it was like they had lime green and that was the green so right like, of course I, yeah so that's what i went with i remember like i would always say that if i ever had braces i would pick the white one but then it makes your teeth look yellow against yes so then i would probably pick hot pink pick yellow make your teeth look white or like a blue red it's like a red lip <laughs> oh my God. or you just look like your gums are bleeding yeah anyway <laughs> this is i know i already introduced yeah the show. you already Holy introduced fun. the show y'all I was thinking, what if I just 
came in hot and was like, so here's who died in Endgame. Um. <laughs> we would never do that. We would literally, we're laughing because we would never do that. So please also, do not I be have upset. not watched, a, not, no, I'm not being like, oh my God, I'm better than this, but I haven't watched like one of these Avengers Marvel movies in like years. I'm so trying to remember know. the last one we watched. We saw Mar- the first Avengers. We never saw Age of Ultron. Well, okay, I guess Ant Man is technically the last one we saw. Because, yeah, but I hated that. Yeah, and I think we saw. Okay, so I'll honestly name the ones that we've seen. We've seen the first Avengers. We've seen the first two Iron Men. <laughs> Iron Men. Um, never saw. Did Hulk ever get his own movie? I can't remember. He had one when it was Edward Norton. Right, but not rough. And not rough. No. Okay. I saw the first first Captain America. First Thor. First Thor. Never saw the second Thor, even though everyone likes that one. Everybody likes the third one the most. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And then I never saw any of the other Captain America that was like Winter Soldier. I know there was like a Civil War one. That was... Or was that Iron Man? It was... No, those were both... It was Captain America... Winter Soldier and then Captain America Civil War. Right, because he's think, pissed I off think. at Tony. Oh my I god, think. I don't know. Or was it Avengers Civil War? I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't remember. And then I never got to see Black Panther. That's the only one I would see, but and I felt like I couldn't because I'm not like in the universe anymore. Also didn't see... Um, Wonder Woman or Spider-Man. Uh, Is Wonder Woman even a part of this shit? No. Yeah. You mean uh, Captain Marvel? Cause that's I'm just, thinking Wonder Woman, but no. I didn't see Captain Marvel yet. Yeah. I think that at one point I would do all do of these all of them because I feel like I am missing out with these. Like because I enjoyed them in the beginning, it just got too much for me. So like right now, like in this moment, th- this 20, 2019 is the year of game or not gamers nerds will die because Game of Thrones is ending, the Avengers storyline is ending, and the new Star Wars trilogy is ending so yes. like, what are nerds looking forward to these days animal crossing <laughs> so like i'm into star wars which we'll talk about actually uh, but um yeah game of thrones i'm not feeling like i'm it's still like wow this is a huge cultural moment that i'm like not a part of right now but we then we watched like, the first three seasons maybe we got a little bit into season four but we didn't even see red wedding or anything yeah. okay um, and then Avengers is I feel like I because like I enjoyed the movies you know I just like some of it, them I enjoyed yeah some of them I enjoyed and it just got t- to be like here's 20 movies you have to watch and I just like fell out of it yeah and, it was because it was like when we were in college and and when we were first here too and it was just like we were really like trying to we get had no fucking together. money that we spent at the movies but yeah that's out tonight and like I am that bitch like even if we do end up deciding to like go through all of them I'm right now looking for spoilers. I would never interact with any of these tweets because I wouldn't want people on my page to like see a spoiler and they haven't seen the movie yet. For me, it doesn't matter. But like, I just want to know who dies <laughs> just oh, because I... I'm curious. And that's how I've been with Game of Thrones. Like, I've been low key catching up with the plot of Game of Thrones by that, yeah. S- since like I've given up on it or whatever. And it's like, I just read recaps and stuff. <laughs> like, I know I, what kind of a viewer am Like, it's not, <laughs> I don't know why. I just like haven't spent the time to like invest in it again i don't know i actually did watch the first spider-man movie with tom holland when i watched it when i was in san francisco one of these times and i was oh. just like bored and i just watched it was it good yeah i like tom holland he's really good and like i like the movie it was, it was now fun. a movie i would watch is the first three with the face again toby mcguire oh my god the way god meant it to be seen (laughs) i legit would watch that i would especially for the one where topher grace is a villain yes Uh, the third one is just cinematic it's cinematic masterpiece like it is cinematic excellence walking down the street being emo and like finger gunning people oh, like man. it is that is the best scene like we're like oh man we don't have enough time to watch like any of these like actual good movies so, like let's watch that <laughs> sister <laughs> of the traveling pants um, um <laughs> lila and squeeze are having a romeo and juliet moment right now they're staring at each other from between the two uh windows to the bedroom and wow so it's thursday night and this was supposed to be a pre-recorded episode um because we were supposed to be on vacation this week but Chris got really sick. And I was sick like all last weekend and I finally got better like on Monday. Yeah, like Monday of this week. And we ended up moving our trip because we just knew, even though I like 
was so good about trying to avoid it. Like we were washing our hands constantly. We kept washing the sheets and stuff. We put our toothbrushes like miles apart. We weren't kissing or anything. Mm -hmm. I was taking hella airborne. I still got it. So now I'm really fucking sick. So we moved the trip until May. And I'm really glad we did because I started really feeling it yesterday. And today's been like a pretty shitty day. It's the day that we would have been on our way to bend. Yeah. And I can't imagine like trying to hike right now. (laughs) I got like, I've been getting like no work done. (laughs) I'm so annoyed. I'm glad that we're recording now because I've been like a blob all day. And then I took a shower and I was like, Chris, I have energy right now. Let's record the podcast now because I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, so I'm a little we're delusional. Here. <laughs> we're going to Bend now in two weeks because our Airbnb host was kind enough to let us postpone. Yeah, and they didn't even like charge us for it. Yeah, which was nice. And honestly, I've had some people tweeting me saying that the weather will be even better in May. It, honestly, it worked out all around. I had a huge presentation at work that actually got pushed to today so i wouldn't have even been around so now i got to actually give that presentation yeah and you had like a really stressful work week that it probably would have been like you would have been exhausted by the end of it i would have had to have crammed a lot of shit into the first three days of the week if i had not had these extra two days and now like i'm going on the vacation at the same time as my boss so that's good it's just yeah it's working out and like um our friends that are watching our cats like it works out better for them too and like just all around a good time but obviously i wish i were not feeling like shit right now and i was in bend but But, uh one thing that we did do when i was sick was we watched the star wars prequels because you've been uh, gunning for me to watch this for a I while just, now like we had the trail this all started because the trailer for um the last skywalker or whatever like shit what is it called that's i think it's called the is it really it's the last skywalker i think but mm-hmm. um the so ray's obviously gonna be a skywalker but um anyway so I really we, hope they throw you for a loop and it's not. We had the trailer for that and then there was um Palpatine's laugh at the end of it. It was like, oh my god, he's back. And I didn't even know who she was. So And so I was like, Alright, we need to watch all the way through, starting with the prequels so you can get the Palpatine lore. Yeah. And also just see Hayden Christensen in his perfection. <laughs> like, his cinematic excellence. Um and like they are still horrible, but... And me, like, I always bring up Jar Jar, even though I've never seen the prequels. Senator Jar Jar. Senator uh, Jar... Okay, I was joking. I will say... I'll tell you, like, how I feel about the prequels in a second, but we're just, like, watching them, and it's uh, Padme's, like, talking about something, and she's like, all right, like, I have to, like, step down or whatever, and I was just like, haha, Senator Jar Jar, and then they literally made him Senator Jar Jar, <laughs> and I was, like, joking. I couldn't believe it. And I will tell you, the only thing that kept me strong through watching these prequels was my gay ass loving Natalie Portman. Mm. That is the only way to watch them is to be obsessed with Natalie Portman. And I was obsessed with her as a child when these came out because, you know, like I, I didn't watch Star Wars or anything, but like you're getting the commercials for all the different like toys and McDonald's, Burger King, fucking Happy Meal shit prizes. Yeah. And I literally would do my lipstick like her with the little line down the middle because mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't, well, I didn't know I, I loved her. <laughs> um, I actually like Revenge of the Sith, the third one. I think it's pretty decent. The Phantom Menace is literally like the worst thing ever. It was and, a time that I wish I could get back. And then Attack of the Clones was still pretty shitty too. And so that's how I feel about them, but I'm glad you saw them all now. And now you had tried to get me to watch the Phantom Menace. Like you were going to have me watch all of them. And you we got We were going to do them in God's it. order, you know, like with the actual and chronological. And that's, that's what we're doing now. Like we're going to take a little break, but then we're going to go into the originals and then we're going to do the new ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Uh, all I remembered from it was Mario Kart Sand World. So <laughs> that was the only thing I remembered. But like the whole beginning, I, there was like a whole hour that I had seen already that I had completely forgotten. And I was like, it's just, it. it's not good. It was really bad. Poop jokes, like, fucking. Yeah, you know, that's not me. Too much Jar Jar. Like. Too much Jar Jar. Um, it is weird how they're setting up the romance between Padme and uh, Anakin, like, when he's still a child. It's very weird. Um,. The anti-Semitic fly character is the character that I had no idea existed. And so, what is his name? Watto. Watto. He's the guy that 
on Tatooine, he owns Anakin. And he owns mom. slaves. Yeah. And he's obsessed with money, and he has a big, long, hooked nose, and a Yiddish accent. And as soon as he came on in the scene and started talking, I was like, is this supposed to be anti-Semitic? Like, am I just, like, being sensitive, or is this really disgustingly anti-Semitic? So that was and what... then I Googled it, and apparently, like, everyone had already known about this, like, you know. And when it came out. Like, like... Gringotts, fucking goblins, like, that kind of thing. And I'm like... I didn't even know about this. That was the biggest takeaway because I hadn't watched these in a while either, and I didn't know like when I was first watch first watching them. You wouldn't just have picked how, up on that. I know how racist this trilogy was. Oh, these was. yes, these are so racist. Some of the most racist characters in the whole like franchise are in these films. And then like we have the new ones where they're trying to actually like have appropriate representation, and then all the nerds are, are really pissed. mad. Like, like bring back the anti-Semitic fly, you know? Yeah. Like, God bless. And it's not just that. It's and like then every in other the second movie race. they give him like a fucking like. They give him like a beard and like a little hat and everything, and like they're just trying to be like, "Oh, you thought you thought this was a stereotype here? We're gonna make it even more apparent yeah. because people are not getting it." It was nuts. Um, so that was like a major takeaway for me. But whatever. Um, I think yeah, they're not good, but I'm glad that I have the background now. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> how do you feel about Hayden? How do you feel about his Anakin? I said that Hayden is a cross between Ryan Phillippe. And, oh, fuck, who else? But with no talent. Shit, I can't remember who the other person was that I was thinking of. Uh, but definitely gives me, like, if Ryan Phillippe... Like, Ryan Phillippe should have played that character. Like, y'all ever see Cruel Intentions? It's the same face, but with more talent. Yeah, you said he literally got cast for, like, his brow line. And I swear got- to God. Because he does that thing... Where his brow is so pronounced that, like, he really can, like, look from underneath them and look very menacing. And I think that's why they cast him was just literally his bone structure. How do you feel about him, uh, you know, the, the end of it all and how he turns into Vader? Well, I call... Well, obviously, like, I knew that he was going to be Vader and stuff. Like, that's not a shock. But I called from the beginning that Natalie Portman would die. And then as soon as I, like, honestly made the connection that, duh, she's going to be Luke and Leia's mom, um, I knew she would die in childbirth. And then it happened, so I don't know. Like <laughs> that yeah. sucked, and I don't like the. <clears throat> my voice just left me. Um, like I think it's, it was pretty obvious that like as soon as she died, that he was gonna be like, well, I have, this woman was the only thing keeping me having like a slight moral compass, so I'm gonna go bad. It's just mm-hmm. like the way it is always. So um, I just think that would happen. One of the things though that we both like wanted to talk about is honestly how. The Jedi Order is kind of fucked up. Yeah. The whole the <laughs> it's the, very the secret. The yeah, the mindset of the Jedi is really unhealthy. Especially in this one, because they're just constantly telling him to like Because the Jedi are actually like here in their present. There's a And they're ton talking of about it a lot. Yeah. In, the, in the newer ones they're like or the old, obviously the classics. We're newer in the timeline, I guess. Is you know there's not enough of them, so they're not really, really talking about it as much. Like they're not showing all the training as much, mm-hmm. and he's just like fear. Fear leads to hate, and like basically like he's having like anxieties and fears and like trauma from his mom like dying and shit. And they're just like fear. Fear's bad. Fear leads you to hate, yeah, which like it is was, true. Like, it was like fear leads to anger, and anger leads to hate. And you know, and it's like they have a point because that is true. In but a their lot of message cases. was to literally have nothing in your life that you would fear losing. That's yeah, their solution. That's how you can be a good it. person. And it was very much just like, boys, shove your emotions down. Don't manifest the posy vibes. Like that was the vibe. They kept saying that shit. I was just like, oh my god, Yoda is a fucking crystal cleansing bitch. Like that is. It the- was literally just like, don't have emotions. Like- my my one question. How come Yoda is constantly, like, walking at a snail's pace, and then the moment, like, shit goes crazy, he's just, like, flipping around like a little, like, flea? Like, I want to know where the energy comes from. That's my question. If any, like, Star Wars fanatic can answer that to me, please. I mean, if you follow the secret, you can live to be however old Yoda Yoda is. I don't like, want to be that old. You can just pull out that energy if you need it. Yeah. That that's how it works, you know. That's what happens when you get rid of anger and hatred and fear in your life. You can do that. And we were trying to think of like what I could get Chris to watch 
that would be like i enjoyed like overall like getting the backstory and like i wouldn't say it was a chore the first one absolutely was but like i was trying to think of like what saga because like there's very few things that i like that chris won't actually like too i don't know because they're like it's just stuff that you might have not thought you would have liked, and then you end up liking, like, Twilight and, like, yeah. period films as an entire genre. Mm-hmm. Um, musicals. Like, all of these things that you ended up liking, which is cool. And, I mean, that's the same for me. Like, you got me into, like, sci-fi and stuff. And, like, fantasy. Um, I just think the extended editions of Lord of the Rings were too long, okay? Like, it's just too much content. That's the tea. But so, I was trying to think of what I could get him to watch while I'm sick. Yeah. But, like, I can't think of anything that would be on par with The Phantom Menace. So I um, I don't know what to do. I want to know. I feel like I know how you will answer this, but you've now done all of Harry Potter, all of Lord of the Rings, and all of Star Wars. That is out. Like, and I'm talking only movies, and I'm not talking about fucking Fantastic Beasts as bullshit. And like, or comic books, reading. Yeah, like, and I didn't read Lord of the Rings. You just watched movies. You're you've experienced those big nerd big franchises yeah big franchises how do you rank them i know what your number one is going to be harry potter duh yes but Uh, how would you rank now this is all then star wars then lord of the rings i knew it i knew you were going to put lord of the rings at the bottom and like um yeah star wars and i'll tell you the the newer movie saved that for me the star wars okay and i know that like if you had i know that like there are i hate giving star wars opinions because i am not here for like the community it's crazy but, like, I'm sorry, but, like, there's a lot of women, and I care about that. And, like, Lord of the Rings was, like, two women, and they never even saw each other, and I can't. I know that, like, the new Star Wars trilogy is not done yet, but if you did Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and then each of the three Star Wars trilogies, like, separated, how would you rank that oh my amongst God. each other? I, I, Harry I, Potter would still be number one as far as, like, enjoyment and interest. And then probably the newer Star Wars lord of the rings original star wars prequels really you put lord of the rings over the original star wars yeah because i yeah i just did you know i'm not forgetting like what's his face the big blubber that's a piece of shit uh job of the hood yeah fuck him and like a lot of stuff i don't know (laughs) I'm also not the person to ask. Well, I just I just want to know, like, if you're allowed to have okay, an opinion. Well, then, for me, <laughs> every period movie I've ever made you watch, every musical I've made you watch, Twilight, and <laughs> all of Downton Abbey. <laughs> no. Um, just yeah. Twilight. That's it. There's that's nothing the else. That <laughs> um, but anyway, that's the tea on that. Um, you also... Um, this is completely just going off into another topic, but... Oh, I know you hate that. Um, you mentioned that you saw something about reunions and, like, being in high school and stuff like that that yes. you wanted to talk about. So, I saw this tweet and it spurred, like, a, oh, hey, this would be fun to talk about on the podcast, which is, like, half of the content we produce. Um... And it was talking about how we're like us, meaning millennials, are like the first generation where we have social media to the point where we can track people's lives from like when we're kids to, well, I guess kids is a loose term, more like young adults into our adulthood here. I mean, I would say that we got like truly like that level of internet, like when we were at the age when like we're not in fucking like really really young elementary school yeah like middle school where you would actually be doing shit on social media yeah like middle school was when everyone started like getting their myspaces and and stuff yeah. yeah um until like now and like beyond and how it's just wild that we're like one of the first generations where the people that you would typically lose touch with and like physically not see anymore like you move away you have a new job you go to a different college you do whatever um you would not literally know what these people looked like wouldn't know what their families are like anymore like if they had children what their jobs are like what what dog they just fucking adopted like all these things and we're inundated with so much information about people that are like that at one point were in part like a part of your actual physical life and now are just like people that you kind of like 
voyeuristically watch from afar on the internet and like this is not a bad thing i think it's fucking fascinating and we are like because you know every generation before us you just lost touch with a bitch and now all those people it's kind of fun to see like and i know that's how a lot of people that are older than us feel about like facebook because they're like they get to reconnect with people like i just added melanie from fucking hebrew camp and i never would have known that that bitch is still kicking i don't know you know what i mean it's like crazy um and how they were saying that it kind of like diminishes the need for like high school reunions and like all those kinds of things because you you basically have that on your facebook feed or your twitter or instagram probably is where a lot of people have moved and it's just fucking fascinating to see like and i know i enjoy it so much like i enjoy you know watching people's lives and being like it's just you're always surprised at like certain circumstances are like where people end up and like who ends up with who like when you like knew two people separately and then they end up together and you're like i would have never pictured them being together this is crazy or like you know like i remember like for example this girl i was super close friends with in elementary school she moved schools um i want to say like before middle school and i remember when we were little she was also obsessed with the ocean marine biology and i remember specifically she was like hella into dolphins and now she's a marine biologist and posts pictures of her fucking swimming around with animals all the time and it's just super lit to see her doing that because i knew that that was what she was about when we were like kids i don't know Mm -hmm. there's also i feel like dolphin girl is a subgenre of like horse girl by the way there's Dolphin, wolf, and horse. Dolphin, wolf, horse. Yeah. The Those are the, the thing. Um, Maybe <clears throat> also penguin, because I was a penguin girl. I but was all of these. You're wolf. <laughs> I was wolf. wolf. Out of all of them. <laughs> I was wolf, but there was a brief penguin moment. Anyway. But um, I, like, I thought about it, and it's like, the people that you're in high school with, like, a lot of them you have like a really meaningful connection with because they're such a big part of your life. It's at like that how time. old are you in school? Like eight hours? Yeah. And, Every day. And yeah, you're and you're most likely in a lot of the same classes as these people and doing extracurriculars and going to your social life. Yeah, your social life is with these people and then like after that it's just like Poof. everybody's going on their own merry way and it's nice to be able to have the capability to keep in touch like if you want to it does like it it's really weird it's like i know i like have the capability but like for me personally i don't like go i'm i'm like i barely ever go on my facebook like right yes and that's where i'm friends with everybody like i'm not following a lot of people on like social me other social medias but facebook feels like a different place i get what you mean (laughs) yeah so like i'm not on there as much but I know that, like, I can't, and then I also feel like there's less need for me to go to a reunion because I have all this information, like, if I want to, and I could just, like, maybe go and see these people, like, in person. But I also feel like a lot of people probably won't go to a reunion because they also have access to, like, all of the information of what you've or done. Or they moved away, like... And I think that, like, a lot more people in our generation, like probably have moved away from things because us millennials we'd have to move ourselves to wherever there is a job possibly available for us but also we know of like there's more information available on like how to leave your hometown essentially or like how to do that on a budget or whatever like before us when you were applying for jobs it was like i mean how'd you fucking do it you're not doing it online you're doing it face to face you're like word of mouth in yeah your so you're, area. you're like more restricted to most likely staying in your area unless you but, have like a weird connection to like someone in a big but city. then now it's like you just apply to jobs anywhere in the world and like you're more likely to move away or like have just uh, being able to know that you like you can go some other place and then you might end up doing it also same thing for college too like going away to a different college in a different area and so yeah, like if you could afford that people are probably more dispersed than what they were before and like just having that information of like everybody you went with i feel like less people are probably gonna go to a reunion at all like i i'm a weird one because like i had a really rough time in high school and when i went away to school i pretty much like besides the couple of people that went to my college I essentially like purged my entire like Facebook and social media presence from 
like anyone that I went to high school with because I was really trying to distance myself from like that person and like the time that was spent there that I had but I had like very meaningful people that I like lost touch with in that way and over the past like okay so what it's god it's been like almost it'll be 10 years next year since we graduated high school Mm -hmm. and in this time I don't know when it like hit but I was like you know what honestly I think that was kind of a mistake and I had people that like had you know once hurt me really badly also like come to me and like apologize for certain things and like you know a lot of just like stuff was just kind of like resolved um and we all grew up and like i don't know and i just realized that like you know i wanted more people back in my life from that time in my life because like sometimes it's hard for me to because that was the time i was being abused right so it's You're like, kind of in a way reclaiming good parts maybe or not good parts but yeah like, yeah that like some of it's good right and it's like part of me like i have a, i have a hard time like being nostalgic because it that time was spent being abused right like that entire like first 20 years of my life was the time i was being abused so it's like it's hard for me to look back but now i'm like i'm you know 27 i'm trying to like do it in a healthy way where like i can also like still like think about things and like think about who i was and like think about people and experiences and blah 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 without it having to be like so emotionally connected to that time and so i don't know like i've just been like more prone to like reaching out to people and like you know resolving conflicts and i think this is all part of like growing up and like now like the people that i do talk to are so dispersed like you know everyone that's like that was like in my core group are all like in different states and same for me too a lot of the kids that i was friends with in high school were like two or three years older than me so like they wouldn't even be like at the same reunion as me anyway like in my actual year it was like maybe like three or four people that i was like very close to and like i don't and those people i don't know if they would even go so i don't think i would go plus like proximity wise like i it's going to be really hard for me to ever return to my hometown i don't Mm -hmm. know when i'm going to have like the ability to do that um i just don't know i every time i think about it like i get so anxious and has nothing to do with high school it just has to do with proximity to my abusers so like that fucking sucks but like while there's people that like i still watch from like afar that i don't like connect to anymore but i just like i'm like still like because it's just fascinating to like see where people are at and i'm sure people think the same thing of us like I mean, you know, and not even like in a judgmental way. Like, of course, there's always going to be like a layer of that, too, where you're like, oh, my God, like, isn't that wild? You know what I mean? But like, Mm -hmm. not even like that, just like as like a genuine, like, curious person. I'm like a people watching ass bitch. Like, it's just it's just fascinating to see like where people are. And then there's all these like people like I don't know if this is the same for you, Chris, but like there will be people that I can think of that I might have had like a meaningful connection to. And, like, there's, like, a handful that don't have social media. And those are the people that keep me awake at night. Because I'm, like, where the fuck are they? Like, I want to know what they're up to, what they look like, you know, what where they live. Like, Or they just have social media and they don't, like, post to it. So it's Yeah, like, so you, like, don't know. And it's, like, I'm not, like, saying that to be, like, a creep or anything. But, like, I'm sure, like, people can relate to that. Like, you know, you just want to know. And so I wonder sometimes, like, those are the people, like, I'm, and I end up being the most curious about because I'm, like, I have no info. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so funny. But... I don't know. It is weird that we are like that. And now everyone else is going to be like that for the rest of their lives. Until we get to the point where we get to that fucking uh, Black Mirror episode we just watched. (laughs) No, the Bryce Dallas Howard one. Yeah, with the rating of people. That's the episode that I had heard the most about before watching. Yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) That was the time. I would absolutely be exhausted. Oh my God, that was terrible. Yeah. But yeah, I like I I think I I right now like I almost would rather like I'm feeling like I want to go back to Millersville because I want not not like I've like actively want to but like I'm thinking like if I was to make a choice about what I would do from like my past it would be I'd want to go back to Millersville because like we have a lot of memories there obviously yeah and like just reliving that and seeing what's going on there because that's something we experienced together i would need someone that like goes there to like let us see the dorms now because all of the buildings are like gone that we 
yeah lived in and i want to know what, like what the new dorms look like because mm-hmm. i hear they have bathrooms <laughs> like you have an individual bath. i can't imagine how much housing is oh it's gotta be ridiculous. it's gotta be so expensive but like yeah that that honestly more than like and that's just like for memories in between us it's like i i when the time comes around for a reunion i don't know i don't know well i I think a 10-year reunion is not because that's what's going to be happening like are we going to get mail i still don't know how my high school knows where i live (laughs) i don't know either like how do they know i've gotten stuff from my high school too they just how do they know i don't like is that a government thing because it's a public school does the fbi know these people like exist because there's somebody in the alumni department of every single high school that That is is doing a better job at than the fbi is at finding people maybe yeah i don't know (laughs) but i think a 10-year reunion like i i would rather go to like a 30 you know what i mean like i want 10 is not enough like 10 is like we all are. We finally got through that like first five years out of college where we're all floundering and like trying to figure but, shit like, out. But like, did we? I know you're like, ooh, Chris is fucking set with his. I'm still like, what the fuck am I doing? Most people are still like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Okay, so we're still like, you know, it's you want 20 years before you can be like, yeah, this is where I'm at now. Yeah. I don't know. Not even. It's just like, I just think it'll be more interesting. Yeah. I think 10 years isn't enough. Also, like, a lot of people are just, like, going to, like, more college, like, graduate school and stuff as well. So it's like, people are just like, I literally just left graduate school. Like, I'm done. I haven't done much yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I just feel like this year, especially, has been a very, like, nostalgia ridden year like everything like with media too like everything is being remade um or revived having a reunion of some sort or a major like nostalgic franchise is ending it's the the jonas brothers really just kick-started all of this you know? exactly <laughs> ali and aj are coming out with a new shit like in between that and the lion king you know it's just that's exactly no it's true and aladdin too yeah. and like there's so many things like that and like Honestly, the revival of certain video games, too. Like, if we do get this Animal Crossing game, that's something. Yeah. Also, the new Pokemon game. Like, I don't know. It's wild. Well, I think now would probably be a good time to stop. and uh, Get into some quizzes and questions. Yes, but first, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Today's episode of Coffee with Rachel is brought to you by ShopRWD.com, which is my Etsy store. Um, the updates are that it's tourist season, baby. I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you're a Taurus or any of the signs right before that, we have a collection for you in my Zodiac series. Also on Monday, which is April 29th. Wow, I know the dates. At 10 a.m. Pacific, I am launching my donut keychains. I worked really hard on these and they're like realistic little donuts. And they are really cute and very durable and nice little keychain. So if you like donuts and you need something to spruce up your keys, they're coming at you. And then there's also like prints and other things that I normally offer. So go to shoprwd.com and support my shit. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. So you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. All right, we didn't do a quiz last time because we talked a lot. And so this quiz is actually not from BuzzFeed. I've seen this one being tossed around on Twitter um it's from adobe um please make photoshop better Um, (laughs) thank you and it uh is to find your creative type discover your creative personality so i don't know what the results of this can be but we'll find all i know is i feel like it's going to give me some inconclusive answer because i dip my toes everywhere i feel like you know it's not going to be that accurate because it's adobe oh T. Okay. So starting off with when traveling, you always need a destination or direction. Um, Destination. Yeah. So direction is like, I'm just going to go west and drive until I fucking 
You know what I mean? I I need to know where I'm going first. I know we say this all the time, but we plan our vacations like Danny Tanner, and I don't care. Also, this quiz is very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, they got a lot of funky animations lot of, like, going, on going on here. But I don't care. Like, I know that, like, some people hate that, like, the planning. But for me, it helps me because I get everything in that I want to do. Like, if I'm spending the money and the time to finally get to go to a place. Like, oh, that's the thing. This week, we got our passports. Yes. And that's been a huge thing that we've been, like, trying to do. And there's, like, we could go in on that next week on, like, the tea on that. But, um, you know, all these places that are now going to be available to us that, like, we've been wanting to go to. I know we're going to, like, hell plan them because... It's been stuff that we've been thinking about for, like, almost 30 years now. <laughs> I know. And so, like, we want to make sure we hit as much as we can. There's so many things that I want to see. Yeah, and I don't have... We don't have the ability to just be, like, globetrotting all the fucking time. So, like... No, I got yeah. pets. Uh, my brain spends more time in the zone or zoning out. I'm going zoning out. I'm, I'm a classic Pisces. I'm going in the zone. Yeah, T. Yeah. Oh my god. Are. What is this like black hole? You that... can skip the animation at the oh bottom. Oh my god, you can. Thank god. These are too. Cuz I was going to say this is going to be a lot of like awkward pauses in between yeah. questions. Um, I tend to see life through the lens of systems or stories. Systems for stories. me. Stories. Wow. We're the opposites. Yeah, this is where we start getting like what type A type B? Like Yeah. Uh, are you a ruler or a scribble? I'm a scribble. I'm a ruler. You so are. Like, there are certain aspects to me doing certain <clears throat> things with my art that do require me to be more precise. Not the, like, sculpting, but, like, sometimes, like, when I'm trying to plan out, like, how much of something I can fit on a certain paper that's this big and it requires me to get out a ruler and do math or, like, drawing really perfectly straight lines before I start a pattern. Like, that's the part I fucking hate. <laughs> yeah. And that's the part I live for. Yeah. Yep. He's very into that. I'd rather be in a cocoon or a beehive. A cocoon. A cocoon. Jeez, a beehive is... We just had a bee incident. Oh my god, yeah. Holy shit, okay, we can get to that. Um, I don't know if we talked about that, but there was a bee in our apartment. A bee came out of our oven hood and she was here. But was we had home. maintenance look into it and they said that there's no hive and so it was just like a rogue boy. Yeah. But it was Cross awful. Cross fingers. Uh, dip your toes or dive in head first. Dip for me. Uh, I guess dip. If we're talking about an actual water, though, I was a dive. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, no, I was, I was still a dip. Really? Because I was yeah. just like, get it over with, honey. My door is wide open or usually closed. Which door? Like, what, is, what do they mean by... This. I feel like I'm a wide open. I'm like, so, I'm an open book. Like you ask me, I'm the person that like it's so easy to get my entire backstory the first time you talk to me. <laughs> like, I think that I would also say, like, give me a half hour to warm up, but then I'm also wide open. Yeah, yeah. Like your coworkers learned all the tea about you like the first week you guys yeah. hung out. So like. And Rachel hanging out with my coworkers for the first time, and it was just like like <laughs> it every was so <laughs> funny. The one girl he works with was just like, "So tell me about like what's like the tea with your family." You know what I mean? Like she just wanted to know everything about me. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm just not used to this from like tech people." You know what I mean? Like those yeah. people usually don't know how to talk to a human. <laughs> the people you work with are so communicative, and nice. Updates are ready to install. Restart now or remind me tomorrow. Oh, I'm remind me tomorrow. <laughs> remind me tomorrow until I die. <laughs> they know. It's always their program. Uh... My first question is always why or how. Ooh. Mine is probably how. I guess mine is why. But I like to know how things work. But I'm often like looking for like especially with people i'm always i always want to know why they are the way they are mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean i get you secret weapon curiosity or endurance i'm gonna say curiosity for me i'm a curious bitch uh i'm gonna say and endurance i guess i don't know i don't know i'm gonna say endurance by the way this is uh, mycreativetype.com to take this quiz um so it's pretty easy to find yeah i'd rather talk to someone i just met or myself uh, 
I'm going to say myself. And because... Me too. I'm going to say myself. As much as I like an engaging conversation with someone I've just met, if it's someone that I don't vibe with, I'm my energy is gone. And, like, it is very, like... It takes a lot out of me to meet yeah, new I people. Yeah, I do. I do feel like I can like absolutely do that, but then I also feel that drain. Like if I had a after, prefer, yeah. But it depends. Like if it's a if, if it's like an invigorating person, like the person I was just saying that Chris works with, like that was a great conversation. I had just met her, mm-hmm. um, and we weren't just talking about me. We were talking about like a million things. So like that, I like walk away and I'm like that was sweet. But like sometimes you are meeting someone for the first time and it's just like a chore. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything is connected, true or false. I'm gonna say true. I'm true. that bitch. It, it like you go deep enough, everything's connected. Uh, are you a fortune cookie or a birthday cake? I'm a birthday cake. I don't know what this means, but I'm just picking birthday cake. I'm going with fortune cookie. I don't like a fortune. Wow. Really? I don't like thinking that like anything will happen because it's supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? My creativity is more method or madness method i think mine's more method too right yeah. no uh, yeah definitely i'm like, pretty methodical with my stuff but like mm-hmm. like i'm not a mess it's not it's you're it's not, not as methodical you're not as like you. a clinical like analytical kind of vibe but you're still methodical i have it. a process i have yeah. an organization i tend to go over the top or under the radar i'm under the radar i think i'm also under the radar i'm yeah. 100 under the radar um, that was the last one. How long is this going to take to load? Okay, I got it. What did you get? I got the Dreamer, which uh. makes sense because I'm a Pisces. Oh, there's things. If you scroll, there is description. So what did you get? The Maker. The Maker. Okay, so I'm the Dreamer. The power of imagination unleashed. Um, and then so read your little blurb too and we'll like kind of go back and forth. Oh, uh, committed the- to your craft. That's T. So my creative strengths are being connected to emotions and imagination, empathy, and sensitivity. Wow. Red me to filth. Creative strengths, focus and dedication, ability to achieve mastery. That is true. Wow. Drag me. My untapped potential is using dreams to fuel real world action. True. Untapped potential is taking creative risks, finding joy, and play in the process. True. Mm, that's yeah. true. Uh, my ideal collaborator is the innovator. And mine is the visionary. Okay, so not us. We can't collab. No. Um, and then it gives <laughs> the you like a collab whole... video between us. Is not <laughs> Every collab is terrible. <laughs> this podcast. Um, so I feel like we're just different enough to make this podcast work. I guess. Yeah. Um, so mine says the world is a place of beauty and magic in the eyes of a dreamer, where others see facets and figures. You see symbols, metaphors, and hidden meanings. Is oh all bolded. You are literally national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> True. You're deeply emotional. What? You're deeply emotional and intuitive with a vivid imagination. The quintessential idealist and romantic. The inner world is always where you felt most at home. You're happy to roam your mental landscape of thoughts, emotions, and fantasies for hours on end. This is so true. Yeah, this is honestly reading you to filth right um, now. You're naturally drawn to express your inner world through literary pursuits, music, and visual arts. Oh my god! Wow, all three of those were things I try to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of yourself as the magical realist of the creative types. You like like the literary masters of that genre. You naturally infuse your everyday life with beauty and wonder and imagination. Your greatest gift is your depth of sensitivity and empathy, which allows you to give a voice to the universal human emotion in a way that touches people on a profound level. Oh, this is like you. Like, what the fuck? Your greatest challenge is learning to balance dreaming with discipline action. T, <laughs> my inbox, <laughs> my inbox, slash everything, um, which starts with you coming back to the present moment. Let your mind roam free, but don't forget to return to the here and now. Me being on like an entire nostalgia train right now. <laughs> um, practicing mindfulness will go a long way in helping you turn your dreams into reality. Um, seek out opportunities to, to collaborate with your innovator type who combine your lofty idealism with focus and pragmatic solutions oh my god true um i need like the grounding energy of an innovator to make my imagination actually be like a realistic thing to do Mm -hmm. so that's it oh i think that's absolutely true absolutely true that's like myers-briggs so i i don't know um mine says 
Driven, focused, and dedicated to the creative process, the maker has mastered the art of manifesting ideas and visions in three-dimensional form. Society greatly benefits from the work of maker types who develop the systems, structures, tools, and innovations the rest of us rely on. It's literally your job. It's literally my job. I love how yours says the world relies on you. (laughs) (laughs) One of the hardest workers of all the types, the maker is almost always busy solving problems, making headway on personally meaningful goals and completing projects true there are few things that bring you more satisfaction than applying your brain power to crafting things and making progress in any form yep you tend to excel in design crafts architecture and other fields that blend artistry with business and technology i do think that you would have made a really good architect probably the math yeah your mind you're driven by tangible results, and you know how to deliver. A quiet type, you enjoy collaboration, but generally prefer to work alone so you can focus on your own creative process. You do. This is, what the fuck? Why is this so accurate? You know how to Adobe. play. You know how to play the long game, and you're not afraid to do the unglamorous legwork that goes into building something of value over time. Your gifts of focus and dedication can lead to achieving mastery and coming to be seen by others as an authority in your field. Yeah. Your biggest challenge to connect more deeply with your intuition and emotions in order to bring forth even more authentic and original work. (laughs) Productivity is only half of the equation of doing great work. The other half is inspiration. Creating the space to dream, imagine, and play can keep your work from becoming rote and mechanical. I'm surprised these aren't the ones that would collaborate well together. Because we're like, where I'm more emotional and like a visionary I'm bad at doing the practical stuff, and mm-hmm. you're the opposite. And then it says, combine forces with the enterprising visionary to take your creative to new heights. The visionary's soaring imagination gives you permission to dream bigger and envision the impossible and to fearlessly risk failure in order to make it a reality. Yeah, you don't risk. So that's honestly... Also, what did your little person look like? Because mine's just like a whole bunch of squares that's made up of different... like. Uh, materials mine's this 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 lady oh my god <laughs> it looks like a gobstopper <laughs> yeah um i've got layers sweetie <laughs> oh my god so i would urge you guys to take that that was fun yeah that was and actually also very accurate yeah extremely accurate so now for rachel what time is it? it would be time for the old patreon.com slash coffee with rachel bench questionaries yes and so we have some from last week's Patreon question prompt because um, we posted that right before we recorded yeah. like trash. Yeah, sorry guys, we fucked up. We were literally like, oh my god, we never asked for Patreon questions this week, so we got one of them in, and then we didn't do the rest. So here we are. Um, first one's from Alex. He said, "Y'all may have recorded, but here goes. Have you listened to the new Billie Eilish album? What do you think? I love it." Also, thoughts on the Wish You Were Gay debacle? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this is. Okay, so so first of all, I love the album. Yeah, Billie Eilish, like, that, that's She's fantastic music. Yeah. For a young bitch killing yeah, it. Yep. Uh, I like her voice. I like her music. Um, I really hope that they use Bury a Friend in the next horror movie that, like, is very popular. Because yeah, it would be true. the absolute perfect song for it. Um, the whole wish you were gay thing is she has a song it's called wish you were gay and it's about like she likes this dude and he doesn't like her back and so she and I've seen like her breakdown of this lyric as well Um, and the thought behind it is that like it hurts her so much that he just like doesn't like her that she almost just wishes that he were gay and that that were the reason that he didn't like her so that it would take some of the blame off of like her just not being the right person for him Mm -hmm. that would be like an option I think it's a fucking... How old was she when she wrote that? Because I know that that one's a song that had been out for like a bit before this album came out. So she might have been like 16, 15 when she wrote it. And I think it just sounds like a fucking teenager being an idiot writing a song. I personally am not offended by it, but I can understand why people would. It kind of reminds... Well, no, that that one was like more fucked up. That one to me is just like, okay, this is just like a fucking teenager who like probably shouldn't have wrote that mm-hmm. <laughs> and like when they're like when she grows up she's probably gonna be like mm, i didn't nah, i don't like that i think we could all redirect to uh Katy perry's you're so gay <laughs> song because holy fuck now that one 
because I just like, oh my god, I don't even want to repeat all the lyrics to that. That one's fucky. Um, but I don't know. It didn't personally get me because I like I read like what she also like said about it, and I was like, I mean, okay, yeah. that's better than like what I originally thought before I actually listened to the song and heard her explanation of the lyrics. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you're upset by it, like you have every right to be, and that's of course. the tea. Uh, next question is from Grandma's Cactus, who said, I was curious <laughs> what audio equipment you used to record the episodes. Um, Chris? We we use MXL 990 microphones with just, like, really shitty Amazon, like, booms that we have in front of us. I would not recommend the mic stand no, that we No, the use. stand is really shitty. The microphone themselves are all right. And then we attach it to a h4n audio recorder which is what we used to re- just record the podcast on initially we still use the same thing for the, the show that like we used at the beginning like the recorder it's just that like it we got better microphones as we and went on. they have like newer ones but like we had i think when we bought ours we bought the one that was like already like a year old and they had already had like a new version yeah so yeah. now i'm sure it's like a few years old or whatever um and then we just and i mean it's fucking fine i would recommend not always like with cameras too like we used to always get like the one that was like the generation right before because but honestly it's always cheaper and has like like, a lot of the same features if i was gonna buy it all now i'd probably also just go for blue yeti microphones like do they have the audio recorder or we still need this boy i think it just as far as I know, it just plugs into a computer via USB. That's what I thought. And that's it. And that's what like a lot of streamers use and a lot of YouTubers and a lot they're of They're expensive though, right? No, they're like a hundred bucks. Like and that's how much these microphones are too. So like Plus however much this thing was, the recorder. Yeah, so th- that's what I see most people use and that's what I would recommend, but also I've never used it, so Yeah, true. Whatever. Um and then next question is from Tara, who said, I have loved seeing small snippets of your home and noticed you recently mentioned how much you love your couch. Any tips for couch hunting? I know you found yours locally, but any advice helps. Couches are expensive and hard to shop for. I would say, like, if you can try and thrift one that's, like, gently used, like, if, like you know, Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or, like, at a, like, local, like, consignment store, thrift store, whatever. I, I Like, I'm saying the IKEA ones... Are like I, the just same not price. IKEA. Don't do IKEA. They're garbage for the price. Like, yeah, like they're pretty expensive now, I and would, then they fall apart real easily because you build them yourself, and like they just don't, they don't last as long. I, yeah, they're I would not say going well for made. a couch, something that is, it's something you're sitting on a lot, and I don't think that's something that like you should build yourself. Like if you can afford to, like our couch, like we said, it's the same price as what we would have paid for a couch at Ikea. And it's bigger and nicer. But it's like all one unit because it's just a thing that was built and then we delivered it. The only thing it had was like it had a couple of like, because it has, it's like the mid-century modern vibe where it has like a wood frame on the bottom if that makes sense that you can kind of see a little bit and it like connects to the little like wood um, tapered legs. Yeah. And it has some scuffs on the corners because it was used. Um, but like we could fix those, we just haven't. Yeah, I know you can and buy the stuff that like blends it. Yeah, that, it's not that. Big. But like, yeah, it's just it. That's what I would recommend is like a consignment store. If that consignment exists. store, I would really check out Facebook Marketplace. Honestly, you'd be so surprised. You could even find an IKEA couch for like half the price, like a couple hundred or like maybe like a hundred dollars. That's been like gently used because there's so many people that are like, yo, I'm moving like apartments. This doesn't fit or anything like that and they're just trying to get rid of it now and it could be like in great condition yep. and it could be like close by and then you don't even have to build it bitch that's mm-hmm. what i would do um okay and then these patron questions are from this week's prompt um and this is from cassandra who said what kind of middle school clothing line were you as a kid hollister american eagle abercrombie fitch i was hollister and aeropostale binge myself so i never shopped at aeropostale so i feel like i missed out on a whole like era Okay, I literally never, I was never in an Abercrombie, an Aeropostale, or a Hollister as a kid. I was, I've never been in one. I've never. That's wild. I mean, that wasn't your style. You were like the, not like the skaters that weren't actually skaters was like a thing. That was what Chris dressed as. I I was a pack son. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I started as a just a, t- a department store yeah, teen hoe like that was me so i was like a macy's teen i was a cole's Ma- but juniors yeah. whatever it was 
Yeah, like I wasn't a cold, but I was like a Macy's Strawbridges bitch. That Remember Strawbridges? Yeah. A Boscovs. Uh-huh. Then morphed Bad into time. to fit in a Hollister Abercrombie bitch. Mostly Hollister because it was always a little bit more affordable and more. I was like into that like whole like ooh, <laughs> am I like a surfer in the middle of Pennsylvania vibe? Then I became a PacSun bitch, and mm-hmm. I pretty much stayed a PacSun bitch until high school when I became a thrift store bitch. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's pretty much the, the vibe. Um, and then next question. Also, I did have American Eagle stuff, but it was like not as much. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been to American Eagle and I had like very few things, but it was expensive. A lot so. of my jeans. My mom tried to get me to be a Gap bitch for a bit, but I was like, you have five colors and one yeah, of them is navy I, blue. I, I got to go. I also tried to be Gap at one point and it's just like, wow, I went here and I never want to come back. It's. it's I did have an iconic like beige corduroy peacoat from gap that i wore to the, death the navy peacoat i had i hated that, that coat. you hated was from gap god i hated that coat yeah it just didn't fit no, you no it was a bad cut bad it was cut. so bad um then then this i like bought you a coat <laughs> this, this last question <laughs> with my youtube money i bought you a from coat. jasmine who said, what are your podcast recommendations, especially video game podcasts? I am so sorry that I don't listen to podcasts. However, yeah, sometimes I listen to gaming podcasts. The gaming podcasts that we listen to are just literally like every podcast that IGN puts out. I just, I'm like, when I'm, a, when I'm working, I have found that for me what works best is a narrative and so i know that there are certain podcasts that do tell a story and i probably should be listening to those and that's why i binge watch like right now i'm binge watching Shit's creek while i work and also when i go to the gym and it's fucking great where the hell was i mm-hmm. um but it just doesn't work for me to like listen to a podcast like this you know what i mean i don't know why um so if you can recommend me y'all a story podcast i'd love that um it doesn't even have to be like a uh, a spooky one because I know that there's a lot of those. Yeah. But the only ones we listen to are like the IGN different gaming podcasts we listen to, like the Nintendo one I really like. They have a general gaming one that I like as well. And, and then the Xbox one, which is like my least favorite out of all of them. Yeah. I also listen to a little about a lot by the Sorry Girls from Canada because I just like their YouTube channel and we started listening to their podcast. And it's like this, but it's girls. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. A, if, we were, if we're talking about like a genre of podcast where it's just like two people talking about like something. They they have more of like a, a theme each week like we used to try to do. Yeah. And yeah. now we can't do a theme. Um, and they had also asked um, also what kind of cookie would you be? Include the chunks. Oh, God. <laughs> Very demanding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, Squeezy is... Ooh. Types of cookies. Cookie. Oh my god. Okay. Lila is. You ever see those cookies that are like powdered sugar, but they also like crackle and they're like kind of really yes. round? Yes. yes. That's Lila. That's her. Okay. I feel like I'm just the classic chocolate chip. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, you could be a uh, fucking. I'm a lemon homotosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is that a cookie? I think it's a cookie. Okay. It's made with, like, cookie dough, in my opinion. Okay. And then Squeezy is... Mm, he's he's always hard to pin down that It's boy. just so hard. He's not a cookie. You know what I mean? He's Jeez. not sweet. Like, what's a savory cookie? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you seen the people that, like, make a cookie that's, like, chive and, like, cheese? Like, yeah. that would be him or something. He's, like, a cheesy biscuit. <laughs> yeah, he's literally a biscuit. He's a stroop waffle. <laughs> oh. My little scoop waffle. I was going to say that or, like, whatever cookie gets real burnt in the oven. <laughs> it could be any flavor. I love that. All right, guys. And with that, I think we're at the end of the old show here. So, benches, stay tuned. We have another... I mean, for me, it's nostalgic. <laughs> Maybe not for everyone else that hasn't played this niche game. <laughs> um, but everyone else, we will see you next week. Hopefully, I will be feeling not like this. Yes, absolutely. Bye. Right, bye. All right, guys. So this week, we have What Animal You Are from Viva Pinata. This is also probably encompassing Trouble in Paradise, which was the... Yeah, and also it's like a show, so like I think that's oh, where yeah. it started off as. Why aren't we watching that? <laughs> I don't know. We should watch that. If you don't know, it's like animals that are like... 
pinatas, but they're all like the the breed of the, what am I talking? The, the names of them. The names of them are all after desserts, like a play yeah. on words. Yes, and it's nostalgic because that was one of the very first video games that you got me into that we've been playing on and off since like for like seven years now. Like. Yeah. We're still not done with it. We just hop in there like once every six months and like do a thing or two. And then we're like, okay. Yeah, because it's a lot to collect everything. Um, so we're going to start off with Courtney, who is a Camelo. Sarah Booth is a Buzzlegum, which is my personal favorite. M. Corbio is a Cinnamonkey. Angelica Feliz is a Fizzly Bear. Serena is a Smorpion. Gabby Kruzian is a Kitty Floss. Maddie Davis is a Doughnut. Amy Fowler is a Fudge Hog. Julia Shermer is a Sherbet. Sarah and Paul are a Salamango. Allie Chandler is a Chunicorn. Jess Monagle is a Moozapan. I like that one. I think that's funny. Taylor Sutton is a Sweet Tooth. Amy Ray is a Raisant. <laughs> it's an ant. That's a raisin. Joanna Tartaglini is a Taft Fly. Lauren Niaz is a Limoceros. Kim Vandersloos is a Shelly Bean. Kimberly Proza is a Pretz Tail. Teague Phillips is a Flap Yak. Brooke Renee is a Red Hot. Savannah Pellissier is a Pengum. Chantelle Piot is a Paina. <laughs> Grandma is a Green Flutterscotch. Sophie Jaramillo is a Serpent. <laughs> Serpent. <laughs> Chelsea Grundy is a Chalkstrich. Michelle Cox is a Crolla, which I don't know, is that supposed to be like Cola? I think it is. Crolla or... Because some of it Cooler? is just like no, sweet no, no. stuff, so like... But Pretz Tales, like pretzel. Whatever. Rebecca Mack is a Mallow Wolf. Gwen Stowe is a Sparrowmint. Kat Schultz is a Smelba. Jason Gonzalez is a Yellow Flutterscotch. Jess Adams is a Jelly. Daisy Blossom Dottie is a Dragonfly. Sonia Vazbrun is a Badgesicle. Juanita Cara is a Candary. Liz Holbrook is a Hooty Fruity. Chloe Ireland is a Custacean. <laughs> Caitlin Whalen is a Worm. Vlynn is a Volturo. And Mackenzie Knight is a mouse mallow. Honestly, if you have an Xbox that can run this game, I would highly recommend it to anyone that is really like needing an Animal Crossing kind of a... It's not a similar in gameplay at all, but it gives you that collection vibe and it's very adorable. Yes. And bright yeah. colors and cuteness. And I would say everybody else is Cedos, who is an annoying little man that gives you free seeds. He's not annoying. He's an icon. <laughs> We've got Elizabeth Hensley. Kalia Pollock. Alexa. Ishbel Mendez. And Allie Malone. Well, thank you guys so much for supporting this uh, little show we do here. Please stop. <laughs> um, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.